This is the Five Point Play Podcast, post-game edition, Duke 64, Kansas 69. Nice. In a game that I thought that would never actually start uh, for, for you know, at least an hour after the scheduled uh, game time. But AC, I hey. gotta give you credit. Yes, sir. Shout out to um, Michigan State for forcing overtime twice <laughs> and then winning. Three, three straight end of period dunks too. Like what? <laughs> like, and what? AC, how many uh, how many dollars did you win off of that? Hey, hey man, a man never tells. He never speaks of it. Not like a couple hundred bucks, bro, off a fifteen dollar bet. It was great. It's incredible. Uh, a man, a man may never speak about it, but he will post his um, <laughs> wagers on Twitter. He'll post his slip on Twitter, on yeah. So, um, yeah. So long start to the evening. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, you know having to kind of sit through and wait for, for all that to go down with Kentucky and Michigan State. And thank God Michigan State won. Um, so our game, you know, we'll just do a quick recap for everybody. Uh, obviously, 69-64, it was kind of a scrappy, ugly game. Uh, the refs had absolutely zero control of that game from, from start to finish. What are you talking about? about Roger Ayers game. had everything under control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the curse of even Roger get, Ayers. Even bro. getting tossed into the uh, stands as well. Oh, my God. Don't was, I, was, I was very happy to see. Look, yeah. this is the guy who had beef with UNC during the tournament. This is also the guy who called Wendell Carter's feet mm-hmm. to not have been set. We've had countless run, run-ins with Sir Ayers. Uh, 100%. Like, the and, ACC has. like He didn't do the Duke-Carolina game, I don't think, but he did three UNC games before the... Uh, before the Final Four mm-hmm. in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. He just was not good for them. He has not been good for Duke in the past. And I think last night was a perfect example of this dude. Not to mention, there was that flip game call for that offensive foul under the basket where the ref who was right there called it defensive foul. And mm-hmm. Ayers, who was right, and Ayers off, from all the way on the side, called the By Shire. I mean, so he, he didn't see a damn thing. <laughs> Yeah, and he's the crew chief, so over he overrides. Yeah, right. Well, right. teleported in from half court. It, it it was it was kind of that kind of night when it came to officiating, and it, it's so tough to to get into a rhythm because I mean we had six or seven offensive fouls, three of which okay I can see because it's college, three of which were just abysmal, mm-hmm. and then one okay I could go either way on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah. Philadelphia one. Uh, the Proctor one to start it, you know, in the first half when he gets called for a flop. Um, so not that a was a bad call. That was, was just an outright call. bad call. It was he was not call. only hit on the arm, but his he, landing he, space was infringed. Right. He could have tweaked his he, ankle. He could have got yeah. seriously hurt. And you know, in the NBA, that's reviewed and that becomes a flagrant foul. Right. And, and then and then when Jalen Blake's in the first half, you know, driving out, I think that was just an atrocious call. Yeah. Um, he's clearly sliding underneath him. I thought Jalen Blake was gonna have a conniption. Um that, that was horrible. <laughs> so, you know, I think we could do an entire uh post game podcast on that, but that's that was only part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh we shot can, terribly. Can we pivot uh, to Tyrese but... Proctor? Talk about the good before we go into the bad? No, we'll talk about Tyrese Proctor. So let, let's just talk about kind of overall real quick here, and then we'll talk about Proctor. Because I think there's a lot of positives to take from this. Um, we shot terribly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of unforced turnovers. Mm-hmm. We were outscoring 15-5 to five in the last four and a half minutes um, of that game, and we had chances to put it away. So those are the negatives. Um, the positives are, of course, I mean – First of all, Philip Halsey, I'm sorry. I did not think that you were ready. 
Um, I thought that it would take you an entire season. I thought you would be the last of the freshmen to kind of let the game, uh, kind of figure out the speed of the game. And mm-hmm. I could not be more wrong there. Um, I think you two both owe Flip an apology. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to take the first, Jack, because I know that, uh, you know, AC's kind of been on an apology tour. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's just... But, you know, obviously that's a positive. Uh, positive, uh, Tyrese Proctor coming out in the second half. He, I think he just needed to see one or two go. Mm-hmm. Um, really liked how hard our team competed. I love, I love Jeremy Roach. And, you know, even though he didn't shoot the ball very well, he he never quit. He looked poised the entire time. Uh, I thought he got a couple really, really tough breaks where, again, AC is like, Last year, where can this guy get a fucking whistle when, oh God, when he's right? driving to the rack? I mean, are you oh kidding me? Oh, my God. It was awful. He was yeah, hit and, and hit and hit and hit. Over and over and over again, man. And But, I mean, you you saw it. We, we kind of, with Jeremy and with Flip, we ended up having to go back to kind of isolation. And it was it's pretty clear that this team, if it wasn't clear before, which it was, it's clear now that this team is not an isolation team. Eight assists on 24 made baskets for us. Not acceptable, man. Whereas Kansas had 21 on 31. So that, that, that's got to change both defensively and offensively. Defensively, we got to be able to hold our spots better and not allow those, those one pass looks for shots that they were getting. And on our end, we have to be able to continue to move the ball the way we have in those first couple of games. The isolation is not going to be this team's calling card. Yeah, no, I think I think that was kind of evident pretty early on, um, Jack. That you know the, the ball movement that we saw in the first couple of games wasn't there, and and obviously a large part of that has to go to uh, the Kansas defense. Um, yeah, but, definitely. But you know, uh, it's a good learning experience for our guys, and I mm-hmm. think that they will. I mean, this team just seems like kind of like to be a sponge, where they even you can see it in the second half mm-hmm. at the very start of the second half. But John goes in there, he makes his adjustments. He, you know, gets his message across to the team, and we come out and we take it to him. So I think this is a good thing for us when we have to learn. But at the same time, AC, like you said, 21 assists to 8 assists. Um, We had 18 turnovers. They had 15. Uh, You know, obviously, while some of those calls uh, for offensive fouls were just egregious, um, we have to learn better, you know, self-control as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did let, Jack, I did let what John said at the end of the half, where you know, he talked about he 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 basically said in so many ways we're going to keep being being aggressive because some of those were garbage. Yeah, I mean that's true, and it worked pretty well in the second half. I'm not going to sit here and act like we lost to Kansas. The season's over. This right. is a game where the team did exactly what they needed to. They just failed to execute in the last two minutes. Mm-hmm. And I I can't I can't sit here and say that I'm mad about that. I think the team played incredibly well, made some young mistakes. The fact that they lost a game where they had 18 turnovers by five. And shot three of 21 from three. Yeah. yeah. And they had eight total assists. That's really promising. Mm-hmm. That just shows that this team will be able to stay in a game with anyone on talent alone. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Also, I just want to say, like I said earlier, we got to talk about Proctor. The guy yeah. had made one field goal in his first two games, first two and a half games. And then in the second half, he makes three or four shots. He has, was it seven or ten? He, he had nine this. points. He had nine points. Nine. All, so it was yeah. neither of those. Um, he had <laughs> all, nine all points. All the second half. Yeah. And he was great. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I like the idea of running Proctor on the ball, Roach off the ball, and that Cook Tyus backcourt style that mm-hmm. K ran in 2015. Yeah. And I really think that the fact that Proctor, like, yeah, he struggled a little bit against a little bit worse competition. He did this against Kansas. That's the defending national champions. I think that means he can play with anyone. 
Yeah, and he he operated in the mid range very well. That that free throw line, free throw line extended for him is going to be his bread and butter this season. Yeah, that's huge. Trying to play from the top of the key and stuff, unless we're unless our pick and roll is actually working, then I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of that for for Proctor right the second. But he is definitely playing angles well, and he's definitely playing off that free throw line well. Yeah, and, and you know I think that again once he saw a pumper go down, I want to tell him that you can see the light turning on for him. Mm-hmm. And but you know even in the first half, his defense I thought was still strong. It was. So even when, it you know, was. That, that, that's kind of like the difference. You know, I, I kind of likened him in the first half to Austin Rivers offensively, mm-hmm. but the complete opposite defensively. Right. Never let his misses on offense um, translate to the defensive end. And that's a calling card for this team, and it kind of like sums it all up. What about Lively? I thought, um, you know, Lively, you know, plays 21 minutes. He and got fouled on that else. dunk that he missed. Yeah. Um, he did. Not, I'm not going to just sit here and act. Yeah, like no, I, I agree. One of, the things, one of the things that, with that, our posts that I wanted to see improve was fronting on offense. We did not on drives and on those pick and rolls. We were not getting in front of our man. They're going to see that in film today and tomorrow. And yeah. and I think John's going to harp on that. And I think next game against Delaware, you'll see a more concerted effort from our big guys to be in front because Jeremy was put in a bad spot a lot of times on his drives where he was driving to dish. Like Jeremy was driving to dish a lot tonight and ended up secondarily having to take shots, which is why he ended up six or 17 from the floor. He, he was inefficient at the rim. I, I do understand that. You know, we, we had some Twitter arguments last night about it and everything else. I, I agree. He was not efficient from the floor, but I wouldn't call that his fault necessarily. There are a lot of, a lot of issues with, with Lively and Flip, even Ryan Young at times, not getting in front of their man on those drives and not making those good weak side cuts or along the baseline to, to give him an outlet. Because there's a couple of times he got caught up in the air and didn't have anything to do with the ball. We kind of focus on defense when you're talking about the post, and obviously they got a lot of backdoor yeah. uh, passes on us, which which is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but offensively, you make a great point, and, and you know we were talking about it during the game. Uh, the best play I thought that we made there was the spacing when Jeremy drives you know one on two selfishly and just puts it up because he knows Lively's behind him. Mm-hmm. And so more of that, you know, give yeah. him the op- opportunity to be able to get there, get to the rim, and then you can just clean it up. Yeah. Um, where if there's no Space and I'd like to be able to see Tyrese be able to get to the to, to the rack more as well, not not settle for as many jumpers. Mm-hmm. And back not to the defense to... too. Our our defense yeah. at the rim wasn't yeah that it wasn't as strong addressed. as it has been, yes. and that, that's one of the, that's one of the reasons they had twenty one assists to the, on their thirty one exactly. shots. Exactly was because quickly... on the perimeter, real quick on the perimeter, our length was very bothersome for them, which is that's promising because that's that's something you can't teach. That's something that your team just has. So that is very promising. So now we up the execution, and that becomes a real weapon. Now, can we quickly just talk about the fact that Ryan Young was fronting Jalen Wilson occasionally in the post, which is just not okay? I mean, that, that's what we expect from him, though, right? Like, he's defensively, I mean, we've talked about it. He is he is a little bit of a liability for us on defense. Yes, and but the thing with him is he can't jump as high as Wilson, no, so no, why no. is he fronting? Exactly. No, it's, it's He should execution. be behind him. Right. That's and, poor execution. I don't know if that was coaching or if that was just Young's decision, but... That was poor execution. Yeah. That happened a bunch in the first half, which cost us a bunch of points. And, also, and just think, Young in general, this is not his matchup. Right. And I, th- I think that's what you get out of Ryan Young. And I think that's why that's why when Reed comes back, Ryan's going to sink down to about 10 minutes a game, I think. I think this was yeah, also I, a, a validating game for that as well. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think, you know, you're going to look at that 10 to 15 minutes a game from him. He's going to have games where, you know, he'll play like he did in the first two. But, you know, when you start getting to the better competition, I think this is more of what you're going to see. But, you know, not to try to knock Ryan Young at this point, but I think our team is just more efficient um, and better set up. It was more set up for the lively 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and and you just can't take Fulkowski out of the game at this point. Yeah, so no. you know, between him and Roach, you just can't take them out of the game. And um, you know, the box score says that Roach played thirty nine minutes. I don't actually remember when he came out. I do. Yeah. He came out very briefly in the first half. In the first okay. half, right? Okay. Um, but yeah, you just can't take him off the floor. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, and, and Mark Mitchell, this is going to be a good learning experience for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he pressed a little bit too much. Um, you know, I'm sure he wanted to go at his boy, uh, Grady Dick, mm-hmm. who I, I, I mean, I gotta give Grady Dick credit. I thought he, mm-hmm. he know, played he, amazingly well. In yeah. The and, 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 and those last four minutes, I mean, he, he, he's a microwave. Yeah. He is a microwave. Mm-hmm. Like there is nothing else to say, but that man is a microwave. Yeah. He's a, he's a very talented player. They, they have a, they have a talented squad. They only have about six deep with, when you bring MJ Rice back and that might be enough for them this season. I don't think it will, but. They're they're going to be a tough team all season. Like that's this is not a bad team that we played. Those yeah, are these are two teams that were supposed to be in the second weekend, if not the final four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a competitive game uh, throughout. You know, we took a, a a punch early, and we we hung tough. Uh, our defense didn't want us to get down by the fifteen that it could have easily been. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's what we kind of foreshadowed um, coming into this game when we did the pregame. It was that our defense is going to keep us in games, even when we shoot two and seventeen, or tonight, you know, three of twenty-one. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm, I, I take a lot of positives out of this. We got another game coming up uh, Friday night against Delaware. We're just going to do a quick pick for that. Um, you know, I don't know a whole lot about the Blue Hens. Uh, Jack, you're going to be there, correct? I am uh, actually. I have a couple of really good friends who go to Delaware, so I've, I know a little bit about the program, but not too, too much. Can't really tell you anything about the individual players. I know that they're a talented team. They won their conference last year. Unfortunately, lost to Villanova in the first round. But this is a team that is not just going to lay down and take it from Duke. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> I knew it when I said it. <laughs> it's early, Jeff. It's early. Mm-hmm. Um, so seven, it's too seven, early eight. for this. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely is. Uh, especially when you're up till you know one a.m. you know yeah. after a game like that. But uh, any any uh, quick prediction, Jeff? I mean, I think Duke's going to win. Actually, it's funny. I was at the last Duke versus Delaware game at Cameron sitting courtside. Um, one of my favorite experiences of my life. But it's not going to be like that game where I'm pretty sure Delaware had like seven points in the first half <laughs> because the pace of college basketball has gotten a lot faster in the last ten years. But I I think it's going to be. It's going to be a good game. I think Delaware's going to bring it. I think Duke's going to bring it even more. And I, I think Duke wins by at least 15 or 20. I can't give you. Like I said, I can't give an exact score for these type of games, these bye games. But I think it's going to be a good game. I think Duke's going to win by a lot. AC, do you see any um, kind of uh, letdown after this game? Uh, not so much a letdown, but we're only going to probably have a walkthrough before this game. Then They're not going to have an, like an official practice where they can run through five on five and scout this team. So I think you are going to see probably a slow start from our squad. I think we'll end up getting into the groove of the game. And I think we'll end up winning somewhere around like 79 to, to 65. Yeah. I have 78, 63 written down. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I see. But again, a lot of positive. I, I hope that people understand that this team is going to continue to be a work in progress. And we're doing this without arguably our best player who AC, I know you, you believe he'll be back on Monday against Bellarmine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like the, him to be back on Friday in Delaware. Uh, I think we should give a prediction for Bellarmine because I'm not sure we'll be able to, you know, jump on the horn, um, you know, over the weekend. So oh, true, we're not. Yeah, you know what? So why, why don't we go ahead and I, I put you guys on the spot here? 
Um, Bellarmine, a team that, you know, took uh, took Louisville, who lost again, uh, 0-3. I mean, I kind of feel bad for him, but I don't. Um, AC, do you got a prediction for Bellarmine? Um, that one's going to be a tough game because because of the way they move the ball. Like, it's going to be a very good test for our defense, I think. I think, shoot, bro, I think that might be a game you see us maybe maybe start slow with it, that one as well, maybe even an entire half to, to get used to the way that they play the game because they do not dribble. We're not, we're not used to playing against a team that is going to constantly make you rotate. So our, our depth is going to be important in this game. So a little bit lower scoring, I think. Yeah, give, me, give me 73 to, again, we're in that 60 range again for the other team. Give me 73 to 63, Duke wins. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going far away. 74-65. Jack, what do you got? I mean, I'd say about 75-65, to 65, I think. Like AC said, Bellerman does not dribble. It's basically like five Clay Thompsons out on the court with, you know, their style of play. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly beautiful to watch, in my opinion. And I love a... the style. Yeah. It's going to be so tough for this team to adjust to it. Especially our bigs. Our bigs I don't have... know how much Ryan Young can even play. Yeah, that, that is not one gonna of those lie. games Especially where with we the might ball see five minutes. They have, yeah. And I think this that's one of those games where like Matt Hurt would see two minutes and then yeah. ride yeah. behind the rest of the way. This is going to be this is going to be a lively and flip game mm-hmm. through and through. And Maybe that, even just one of them. I was going to say probably probably lively or flip with the rig back and Mark if Mitchell Dariq running at the back, floor. Yes, and then Mitchell and Grandison are going to probably see a lot of run mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. way. So let's give a quick uh, Dariq, uh prediction. I'm not going to say you know <laughs> they're going to play you know 18 to 20 minutes. Uh, I think he'll get about 11 points. Uh, might be a little bit rusty, but that's kind of what mm-hmm. I expect from him. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you might see him a little bit more involved than what we saw with Derek Lively coming back. But again, his issue is his linger his his issue is longer than Lively's has been. So conditioning is going to be an issue for him. So I think you're right. The 15 to 18 minute range and see how he responds when that is going to be about right. I mean, I'm not sure if he's even going to be back. I hope he's back. Um, selfishly, I hope he's back on Friday. But <laughs> I hope he's back whenever he's ready to be back. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if it was this week before the uh, PK-85. Yeah, if, if he's going to play in the 85, he's got to get back to the Bellarmine game. Week. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be mm-hmm. Bellarmine at the latest. I think he will get 15 or so minutes. I think he'll score between 7 and 12 points and honestly can't really predict the rest because of the way Bellarmine plays. Yeah, no, truly. Truly, that's going to be a tough game. That's fair. Uh, Duke is two and one. Uh, AC and Jack are both two and one on predictions. Uh, TK still undefeated three and zero. Oh, here we go. Let's go, Duke. Everybody enjoy their weekends and let's uh, beat up on Delaware and Bellarmine. Let's go, Duke. Let's go, Duke.